Hi, everybody. My name is Kobe Warner. This is Kobe Blizzy, and I am super happy to be back. I'm going to get right into the music of the week. It's more than a song this week. I'm starting with Renee Rapp's new EP, her debut EP, Everything to Everyone. I'm going to pull it up, and I'm going to talk about some of my favorite tracks. I know there's seven songs, well, six songs and an intro, and I really love. Uh, two singles were released from the project uh, before it came out, Everything to Everyone. Um, two singles were released before the project came out. The first one was In the Kitchen. Um, the second was Don't Tell My Mom. There was actually three singles, but one of them was isn't on the actual EP. It was called Tattoos. That was her debut single. Renee's debut single was great. I like that one too, but it's not on this project. Uh, but the two singles from this one were In the Kitchen, In the Kitchen, and then followed by Don't Tell My Mom. And Don't Tell My Mom is so sad. <laughs> uh, my, and I really do like both of those songs, actually. In the Kitchen's definitely top three for me of the whole project. Uh, Colorado is two, and so is Too Well. Um, color, uh, um, Colorado, one of them was bi. I think Colorado is bisexual, and then What Can I Do is just gay, 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 gay. She's just talking about a girl. And then the outro is called Moon, um, the outro, the final song. It's not really an outro, it's a three-minute song, but it's called Moon, and I like that too. Like I said, I like all of them, but if I had to pick my favorites out of the six full songs, I'm saying it's in no particular order, In the Kitchen, Colorado, and um, Too Well, and... Oh, man. But, like, don't tell my mom and what can I do or right behind that. I just need to form a relationship with Moon. But, like, I literally really like all these songs, just to be real. I really do like all of them. And I am also going to talk about my mother, Shoshana Bean, because she... Today's Monday. Usually I take the episodes, like, not on the day of. That's not true. I take them on the day of all the time. But I try not to, is what I mean. And, um, anyway, I was taping the episode yesterday... And right before it, she just surprise dropped this uh, song called Late to the Party. Um, and then I ended up not finishing the episode. And now I'm taping it today, uh, which I also do all the time. But anyway, Late to the Party. Shoshana Bean, just like, I don't know, man. She ate this up. It's about not having a relationship and seeing every, looking around and seeing everybody else around you having a relationship and I'm only 20, uh, but being gay, I feel really stunted because I've never like had a boyfriend even. I've never had somebody that I literally called a boyfriend. I know I've said that before, um, but I kind of interpret this song maybe a little differently than Shoshana is singing it, but her vocal performance is so impressive and so emotive that I just... Oh, God, I can't. I'm so obsessed with her. She will forever be one of my favorite singers on the planet, one of my favorite voices. Um, and so I am going to share a little bit of the chorus of Late to the Party with you. Uh, and hopefully that convinces you to go listen to her masterful performance of Late to the Party. Um, I'm too late, late to the party. Cause everybody's left with somebody else And I worry 
The last dance is over, later the party. I guess I'm leaving all alone. I mean, can you even? I know I peaked the mic for a second. I'm loud. And also the gain's high. Um, I should have turned it down a little bit before I sang, but I didn't think about it. But anyway, late to the party, man. Go listen to that song. It is really good. <laughs> it is just so good. I'm like, Shoshana never misses, but this one, I can already tell it's going to be one of my favorites. And just overall, forever, I love Shoshana Bean. I love her. Um, And so... With that being said, uh, has nothing to do with Shoshana, but on Saturday, I got to see some of my best and oldest friends for the first time in a while. Um, my BFF, Jack, I love him so much, and I haven't seen him in a minute, and uh, I haven't seen him since August, which feels like a minute for us. It feels like a long time, um, so I just got to spend the day with him on Saturday. And that was so much fun. And we also got to hang out with my literal oldest friend ever, Georgia. And uh, one of also my oldest friends ever, Sophie. Um, I met both of them in shows. But I met Georgia in a play when I was seven and she was six. And I met Sophie, I think, in like 2014 or something like that. So these are just people that I've been friends with for a while. All of them. And I don't know. I... I used to hang out with my friends all the time. When I was in my hometown, I would see my friends all the time. And when I was in Boston going to college, I would hang out with my friends all the time. Uh, but since I've been back in Atlanta, I see I see the friends that I have. But there's it's just different because I haven't lived here as long and I don't know as many people. And I've never been involved in like an institution like a school or something where you meet a bunch of people in one setting in Atlanta ever been involved in anything like that here um the closest thing i have to that is like my modeling agency um so i know like a couple of people there what happened something just happened with the sound what the heck i don't even know hold on a sec hello what is going on i don't know that is crazy okay well i imagine it's recording fine so anyway yeah i just don't know a bunch of people up here is all and so um hang out with your friends is nice sometimes sometimes you just need to, need to see the people you know <laughs> and i got to spend time with them like i said and it was just a good day uh and it was it just reminded me i don't know i need to make an effort to see my friends more often even if they don't live in the same city as me um so yeah, uh, with that being said, I want to talk about, again, these are terrible segues. I'm just like looking off of a list of things that I said I wanted to talk about and just going with it. <laughs> um, but today is the 14th. Uh, so this evening, pre-sale codes are going out for the Taylor Swift, the Eras tour. Uh, and I know I talk about Taylor Swift all the time. You, you guys are like, Kobe, we understand that you like Taylor Swift. Uh but I just really want to tell you, I kind of have a story to tell about it. Because when I was, like, in 2011, I was, what? I would have been, like, probably nine. Uh, Taylor Swift was doing the Speak Now tour. And there was a show, actually, on 11-11, which would have been three days ago. Uh, 11 years ago. Shit. 
It's like some Taylor Swift 13 shit. You know, she puts 13 on everything. My favorite number is 12. Um, but anyway, so 11 years ago on 11-11, Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Um, there was a Speak Now World Tour in Jacksonville, Florida, because I used to live in southern Georgia, and it was a lot closer to Jacksonville than it was to like Atlanta or any other big city. And so um, my friends, mm, parents or something, won tickets to the concert from the radio station. I guess they got like four because they could take a mom and a mom and a kid and a kid. And so my friend's mom, I was the real, for context, I've always been a Taylor Swift fan. Like even back then I had the CDs, I was listening on my iPod. Like I have always been a Taylor Swift fan and I wanted to see Taylor Swift so bad. But back then I didn't know how to get concert tickets. And obviously, I don't know, I guess my parents were that well-versed. I don't know how you got concert. Do you get them out on the internet? I guess in 2011, the internet did exist, Kobe. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I guess you get them on the internet. I don't know. But anyway, they got them from the radio station. Basically, they went, they very sneakily, not behind my back because they didn't have to invite me to anything, but very sneakily went to the Taylor Swift concert and we didn't really know that they went until they, after they went. Like, they invited somebody that was less of a fan, like our other friend. And so the two kids that went weren't even the biggest Taylor Swift fans of our friend group. And so I'm just like, why wouldn't you have asked the kid? We've been petty about that for a long time. Me and my mom have. Because they were just sneaky about it. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make sense to you guys. It makes sense to us. But my point is, she's doing this the Eras tour. And so, like, it's everything. It's gonna. She's going to cover all the albums in some regard. I really don't know how that's going to happen. Oh, my headphones are fine now. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. But, like, I feel like it would, like... I would get to hear a Speak Now song. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's going to kind of like heal my inner child. <laughs> so I signed up for the pre-sale codes with my mom's Ticketmaster account and my dad's Ticketmaster account and my Ticketmaster account. And by that, I mean I made accounts for all of them. <laughs> and I used mine. And so there's three chances I'll get a pre-sale code tonight. So hopefully if I get a pre-sale code tonight, then I can get tickets, like decent tickets at a reasonable price before like all the bots buy them and run them up to like 800 hundred gazillion dollars. Um, so that's just what I'm saying today. Like I'm manifesting, manifest with me. But I don't know, that 11, 11, 11 shit is crazy though. 11 years ago on 11, 11, I should have been invited to a Taylor Swift concert. So maybe 11 years later, three days after 11, 11, three days after the 11th anniversary, um, the universe is gonna give me a pre-sale code that allows me to get tickets to the heiress tour i'm just talking shit but like i'm serious dog like i'm manifesting so hard like i'm for real like i need to see taylor swift in atlanta and there's literally like four shows now i'm scared because they keep the demand is so high i've gotten emails like two or three times that they've added more shows i think there's like four shows in atlanta now like that is crazy that they've added that many shows this tour is going to be like I mean, literally reputation was like one of the ugh, gosh every time she has a tour it's like one of the biggest grossing tours of all time and it, i think maybe it was the biggest grossing in the u.s i really don't know the exact statistic. let me google it my laptop is right in front of me for what reputation stadium stadium tour record the tour received 2.88 million attendees and grossed 345.7 million dollars in revenue. 345,700,000 in revenue. Oh wait. No, 345 I don't know what that means, bitch, but 345.7 million dollars in revenue. 
It marked Swift's most successful tour to date and broke many box score records, such as becoming the third highest-grossing female concert tour of all time and the highest-grossing tour ever in the United States and North America. I was correct. It was the highest-grossing tour in the United States. And it's the third highest-grossing female concert tour of all time. That's crazy. Um, so Taylor Swift did her thing, man. Uh, anyway, so I'm saying this tour is probably going to be gigantic. Four shows in Atlanta, three or four shows in Nashville. Like, are you kidding me? That is insane. Stadium shows. Not like fucking 250 seats, bitch. Tens of thousands. Lots of people. Like, I, are you kidding me? And she's probably going to sell every single one of them out. I'm like, no, anyway. I'm just saying nobody does it like Taylor Swift. Nobody does it like Taylor Swift. Um, I just can't. Uh, it's crazy. Something good that I want to talk about. Another chunky segue. Um, but I feel like maybe pointing it out makes it even chunkier. So maybe I should stop doing that. And then LaCroix sip only adds 10 seconds. Uh, but um, last year I made a uh, Christmas playlist. Um, because... Now that it's November, it's Merry Christmas season to all those who celebrate. Uh, because, okay, listen, I do have a bone to pick. With all the people who are like, oh, Thanksgiving, let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a day where you sit down and eat. First of all, there's nothing to celebrate because it's literally built on racism and genocide and forcing people out of their homes. And it's nothing to celebrate, but it is l quite literally a day where you sit down and eat. What Thanksgiving bangers are there to listen to? What songs am I going to listen to to celebrate the Thanksgiving season? What movies, what programs am I going to watch to get giddy and I can snuggle up with my vegan hot cocoa and feel like it's the Chris, I mean the Thanksgiving season? Oh, hot cocoa's Chris. Like, you see what I'm saying? There's nothing to celebrate. So November 1st, after Halloween is over, Merry Christmas. On November 20-whatever, when it's Thanksgiving, I will celebrate Thanksgiving. But every other day between November 1st and December 31st is Merry Christmas season. And with that being said, last year I made a playlist called A Coblizzy Christmas. It is roughly 50 at this point. I'm always adding songs. Roughly 50 songs at this point of my favorite Christmas music. I play this playlist 24-7 between the dates November 1st and December 31st every single year. It is my quintessential Christmas playlist. There is something for everybody. And I can prove it because I will literally go through it and tell you what songs are in it. It starts with All I Want for Christmas is You by the Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey herself, followed by Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Darlene Love. Christmas, the snow's falling down. It's also the perfect mix of modern remakes of Christmas classics and the classics themselves. Followed by Snow in California by Ariana Grande, one of my favorite Christmas songs. Followed by Please Come Home for Christmas, the original version by the Eagles. I don't know if that's the original, but it's my version. It's the Vic Waters version, baby. 
Um, followed by Glittery by Casey Musgraves and Troy Savon. Followed by Run Run Rudolph by Kelly Clarkson. Followed by Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5. Followed by Baby It's Cold Outside, the non-creepy version by the Glee cast featuring Darren, Chris, and Chris Colfer. Darren, Chris, and Chris Colfer. Yeah, they do literally have the same last name. Anyway, Darren, Chris, Chris Colfer. It's gay, so it's cute. I Got My Love to Keep Me Warm. It's the Adina Menzel, Billy Porter version. I just like that one. Silent Night, Tamar Braxton sings her face off. It's an acoustic guitar version of Silent Night with a gorgeous R&B vocal performance. I don't know if I'm selling this playlist to you enough, but there are... Uh, Spotify does not tell you how many songs are on it. Let me go to Apple Music. It does. Oh, also, it's available on Spotify and Apple Music. I can put it on other places if you want. If somebody uses Amazon Music, I'll put it there for you. If somebody uses uh, YouTube Music, I'll put it there for you. Let me know. You can follow me on social media at Koblizzi. Let me know if you want me to put this playlist other places. But I will make it accessible for anybody who wants it. Right now, it's only available on Spotify and Apple Music, but that can change. But it is 47 songs, two hours and 35 minutes of Christmas glory at this point. So if you love Christmas as much as I do and you want to hear how I ring in the Christmas season for two months of out of 12 months of every year, you can listen to A Couple Easy Christmas. This feels like an infomercial. I have been rambling about this place for a couple minutes, but really, it's really good. Uh, but my point is, is I can link it. It's in my link tree. It's in my link tree, and my link tree is linked in the description of every single, every single description of every single uh, episode of this podcast. So click on the link tree, scroll to the very bottom, and it says a Coblizzi Christmas. And there you go. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. Like I said, I'll add it to more places. You don't even have to ask. I'll try to figure out how to add. I'll make an Amazon Music account. I have Amazon Prime. I think it comes with that. I will put it on YouTube Music. I'll put it those places. Anywhere else, let me know. Um, but yeah, I love a Koblizzi Christmas. It's, <laughs> I said, I love a Koblizzi Christmas. Yank. Um, I really do love that playlist. So it's so much fun. And the cover is so cute. It's me as a baby in front of a Christmas tree as a toddler, not like a infant. Um, speaking of Koblizzi, I've mentioned last week that Koblizzi, the name that I've made music under for the past two years is no longer going to be the name my music is going to appear under and that all my music would appear now and from from now on under the name kobe warner that is my legal name that is the name i go by professionally now like i said my tiktok and instagram usernames are still koblizzi um they're gonna be koblizzi for the time being because i can't get this username kobe warner <laughs> I can get Kobe.Warner. Don't take it, please. I'm just saying. Because like, Kobe.Warner cute. Honestly, like, let me know. Uh, but I can't get straight up Kobe Warner. Um, but I also don't know if I... That's just on Instagram. I don't know if I can get Kobe.Warner on TikTok. Anyway, so Koblizzi is my usernames for now. My point is my music... My music is now appearing under the name Kobe Warner on every single platform. All of my songs. Don't Waste My Time. Hometown. Bad Bitch. Jupiter, the original version, as well, both in both versions of Hometown, the original and the remastered version, as well as my Aftermath EP, including uh, uh, the remastered version of Jupiter, uh, Hopelessly Devoted to You, Indescribable, Don't Forget. All of my, I don't know, seven or eight songs thus far are all available under the name Kobe Warner now. It's not re-released at all it's this very same songs the same codes the same tracks 
Um, it's just renamed. The artist profile is renamed. So I'm just saying when you're searching, if you're searching by name, don't search for Kobe Warner. I mean, don't search for Kobe Lizzie, search for Kobe Warner. Even Apple Music. Last week I said it was changed everywhere, but Apple Music, now it's changed on Apple Music too. It has changed everywhere. So all my music is available under Kobe Warner. That's an exciting change for me. I love Kobe Lizzie, like I said. This podcast, why can't I say podcast? Every time I go to say podcast, I say podcast. Anyway, this podcast will remain Kobe Lizzie. Like I said, my social media usernames will remain Kobe Lizzie. My Instagram and my TikTok at this point will remain Kobe Lizzie. But my link tree is Kobe Warner. It used to be Kobe Lizzie, but it's Kobe Warner. I said that before, but I'm just saying it again. And it's linked in every description, like I said. Um, but yeah, just my music changed. Nothing else at this point. But it's all the same releases. And it all should still be in your music library. So if you've liked or saved any of the songs um, on streaming services, if you search your library, it should just say a different name. Um, and yay, that's exciting. It literally was funny. I like I emailed the support teams of all the streaming services just to make sure that nothing was going to get confuddled because that's like a messy change. I don't have a label or anything. Obviously, I was just doing it myself. Um, so like I think when maybe bigger artists change their names, they have like more of a contact or a priority uh, to get their shit straight. But I had to do it myself. And so I was emailing the support for a couple of the streaming services to make sure they did it right. Uh, and yeah, everything checks out. Everything is correct. Um, good. Really happy about that. Uh, so anyway, Kobe Warner is my name. Podcasting, modeling, acting, rapping, songwriting, singing is my game. And I'm going to use that name for everything. And keep it straight. Now, if I do drag, I will definitely be Kobe Lizzie, probably. I don't know if that's a drag name, but honey, it is a stage name. Um, I think Kobe great. I would love to make it a brand. I do own like the URL, the website. I thought about like making a website, um, but I don't know if I made a website if it should be Kobe. I thought like I mean making a website for fun, but I don't know if I have the time to run a, not even the time, the energy, but the drive to run a website. But I'm like, would anybody read a blog or something? Or I'm like thinking about I don't know, I don't know. Just like a landing page, maybe. You know, like my link tree has all my stuff. Like, what if I had a website that had all my stuff, you know? But I don't really know how to build a website. Like, again, you can just use one of the free, not free, I like, but like one of the website building services, and you can pay them like money or whatever. But um, I wanted to be cute. I don't know. Just talking. Um, I want to talk about some more songs in the Kobalizzi Christmas playlist because there are some really fun songs on here. Like, uh, there's even sad songs like another year by Phineas is kind of depressing, but it's gorge But if you like a sad you want to hear a sad Christmas song like go for it My only wish this year Britney Spears joy to the world featuring the Georgia What's their name the name of the choir? The Georgia something tabernacle choir thing the Georgia mass Choir oh not tabernacle the Georgia mass choir I'm making words up uh, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. Uh, One More Step, J DJ's Lullaby, Jordan Sparks. It's a gorgeous, like, Christmas lullaby to her son. Like, are you kidding me? This playlist is gorgeous. I'll Be Home for Christmas featuring Jonathan Graff, featuring, uh, not featuring, featuring Jonathan Graff from Leah Michelle's Christmas album. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Mary, uh, Mary, Michael Bublé, Mary, did you know, Pentatonix. 
Blue Christmas, Kelly Clarkson. I'm thinking of changing Blue Christmas by Kelly Clarkson to Blue Christmas, the Celine Dion version. But Kelly Clarkson eats. They're both good, to be real. Let It Snow by Tori Kelly and Babyface. Santa Baby, Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift's holiday collection. That's literally a Taylor Swift project that I remember from being a kid. Like, we had the CD. Like, I remember the cover. Her gorgeous blue eyes. Um... I love that. Happy Xmas War is Over, the Miley Cyrus version, Mark Ronson. Last Christmas Wham, White Christmas by Lady Gaga because she wrote a second verse and added it in. Uh, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus Jackson 5, Jesus Oh What a Wonderful Child, Mariah Carey. Oh Holy Night, the Billy Porter version, he hits this incredible high note at the end. Snowman, Sia, Underneath the Tree, Kelly Clarkson. There's even a chorus, a choral song on here, Glow by Eric Whitaker is gorgeous. It's a song we sang in my high school choir years ago for Christmas. And so it's on my Christmas playlist because it's mine. If you don't like it, you can skip it. <laughs> but the rest of the songs are very not chorus music for the most part. No, there's no more chorus music actually at all. There's some acapella music. There's a couple of pentatonic songs on here. That's Christmas to me. I already mentioned Mary Did You Know. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, the Yolanda Adams version is a banger. It's like upbeat. I sang it a couple of years ago. Eats down. Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee. I'm literally reading you basically every song on this playlist, but I'm just saying, Christmas playlist eats. So if you weren't already convinced, hopefully some more of those songs gave you the vibes. But there's plenty of variety on there, and there's lots of songs, like I said, always adding more. And so I'm going to leave it at that today. I'm kind of last minuting this episode. So um, it's 11.08, and I'd like to get her up. And so I think I've been talking for a minute. Oh, the TV's been playing in the background the whole time. It's playing my 2022 playlist. Um, I like ni nights like this. That's why I said, oh. The song reminds me of Spring Break. Me and Renee and her roommate, Grace, um, who I've become friends with. We all went on a trip to Miami, and we stayed at Renee's dad's house and his wife's house. And anyway, we listened to the song a lot. But this is for my 2022 playlist. If you want to hear what I'm listening to this year... You can go to my Spotify um, profile, my personal profile, not my artist profile. It's also called Kobe Warner. My personal, oh, sorry, I can't show you it. But my personal profile is also called Kobe Warner. Uh, and I'll link it in my link tree, too. So if you want to hear any of the songs that I've been playing in the background, or if you want to hear that combination of such, you can listen to what I've been listening to this year. So I think I've plugged every Spotify playlist that I've got today. And I've covered up the thing today so I would uh, look at the actual camera and it worked because now that I have the viewfinder on I'm back to looking at myself so I think that just means I'm a narcissist um, but with that being said that's awkward music for a sushi restaurant um, <laughs> I love you even if I don't know you I will see you next week this was fun uh, yeah bye <laughs>